This is the Not Bitter, Just Better podcast. The Everton Our Way. Straight, Straight from, from the, the street, street end. end. Hello, everyone. Hello, stranger. I'm back, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, been, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, welcome to the Not Bitter, Just Better Everton podcast. Um, yeah, it's been about six months. Is it that long? Yeah. We, we, we promised, last time we did it, we promised that we'd try and do a little bit, even if it was just like 20 minutes or whatever, but then life happened again. But the old saying is, good things come to those you wait. Yeah. Mr. Johnny Seven here, not as always. Yeah, we'll see you in six months yeah. uh, after this one, but well, no, we will try. We'll do our best. Yeah. Mark, Mark, join me. Again, not as always. There's a, there's a pattern emerging here. It is. No, but it's good to be back. We thought we we'd, uh, we wanted to try and get together before the game last week to do a season preview, uh, but it didn't end up coming to fruition, so we, we thought we could try and put that together this week. But in all honesty, last week we would have just been padding it out for time, wouldn't we? I think we've got things to actually talk about this week. We've actually bought people, and there's been a game. Yeah, uh, and that game, it, it kind of gave us a little bit more insight as how as how think this season might pan out as well. Really, I mean, we were kind of going in blind before that, still full of the negativity like, that loomed over Everton uh, after after Roberto. And, you know, now, I don't know, we got... Well, as the season tickets say, nothing will ever be the same. Well, Which I'll... season ticket did you get, by the way? Did you get the one with um, Big Nev and Kevin Ratcliffe? I did. It's all done on age, so you're in the same age bracket as me. Nice. All right, so gutted for the ones who got two hours. What was that all about? That's only little kids, isn't it? That's only like under sevens or something. And then I think kids a bit older got Tim Kale, which was the one I would have liked. Oh, that would be good, yeah. Yeah, there's a Tim Kale one. And then I think there's possibly like an Alan Borley, Howard Kendall one, perhaps. Is that for older ones? That's, yeah, I was quite surprised you didn't get one of them. Seems like you're older than me. There you go. How was your little badge going anyway? Which little badge? Little badge that you got every season ticket. I should have. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. I'm, I I want to know this. How many people got badges with their season ticket for long saver season tickets? And when because I never, and I'm not I'm not happy. Yeah, unlucky, unlucky for you. You didn't get one of those. We are Evertonians, one either, did you? No. Nope. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I mean we, we've got we've got a little bit of a strange format today because we've got to do the preview uh, we've got to talk about transfer rumours and all that kind of stuff in and our... we did zero prep so we don't know what order we're going to do things <laughs> yeah. but I suppose we should start like we used to start and look at uh, last week's game just a little bit yeah and it was good to arrive back at the new look Goodison Park that doesn't look any different whatsoever Where, where's our cladden gone where's the cladden what's the cladden that we were meant to be getting big posh cladding all over the Tommy Goodison look modern, weren't we? Did oh. you not see them big metal? St- I know what happened. Apparently, they tried to put the cladding up and it was too heavy, and the stand was kind of fought a bit. <laughs> <laughs> that says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. He said there was nothing different, but you know, I got there the time I've been getting there for the past probably 15, 20 years, about 10 to 3. And it was absolutely rammed up City Road, Gladys Street, you couldn't, you couldn't walk through. Uh, these new, I don't know, were they new scanners for the season tickets? Yeah, I mean, I know they've sold a record number of season tickets, is it 31,000 or 32,000? But I can't see why that would make it so much more busy. Um, no idea, I sailed in. I got in about five minutes before you, absolutely breezed through, so. 
Right. Went to old Turnstile 33. Yeah, I went into 32. Said, said my usual hello to the, the girl, the steward on the on the desk. and She gave me the it? same look. Same, same, yeah. Who's this knobhead? Same routine, yeah. Why does she always say hello to me? Don't know who he is. Anyway. Ah, you're okay, yeah? You're okay, yeah? Um, and it was uh, the first game in the new Howard Kendall end. Yeah, it's nice, nice little touch there. Do you like it? It's very, it's very long though, isn't it? The Howard Kendall Gladys Street enclosure Look, end. It was lower, the Howard, Howard, the Howard Kendall uh, lower Gladys... Well, I don't know, where's my, where's my ticket? It is quite, oh, a, yeah. quite a mouthful. The Howard Kendall Gladys Street end lower. Yeah, it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, um, nice touch though, isn't it? And what, 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 the Philip Carter one as well, which one? Which stands that? It's the Philip Carter metal shed end upper tier left-hand side, apparently. Oh, nice Thanks for clearing that up, yeah. MBE. <laughs> Could have put some middle names in there as well, couldn't they? <laughs> Howard Winston, Boris, Kendall. Is that disrespectful? Is this just going to be a podcast just about the names of stands? Because this would be very boring. Yeah, just, no, it's just us talking shit as usual. Anyway, so first game of the season and it was Spurs at home. Tough, tough little opener like that. Definitely. Especially when you looked at the teams on paper. Uh, we were missing a few key players, you'd say. Lukaku and Coleman, obviously, were the two standouts. Uh, but Tottenham looked pretty much full strength, didn't they, really? Well, especially, I mean, if you look at, you know, Lukaku was a, was a big miss, obviously. But then Coleman, because Pennington's been, like, filling in a right back. He's injured. Browning's injured. Um, and uh, Hibbo is no more with us. However, the dead, role of right back looks like it's no more, Goodison. Yeah, it's a strange. It was a strange little formation, wasn't it? The way the, the way the team came out, it looked like a four-five-one with Jerry up top. I no, I, I straight away as soon as I saw the team on paper on on Sky and and they put out their usual formation that they don't really think about. They just throw anything on the graphics. I thought that's going to be three at the back and McCarthy will be right wing back. I, you know, I just thought it's been the worst kept secret in football. Really, the team and fancies playing three at the back, and I think. Especially now that we've signed uh, Ashley Williams, which we'll talk about a bit more later. I think it'll suit us down to the ground. Well, it's good to have, dare I say it, a plan B or a, a different way of um, uh, of playing rather than just this, I don't know. I don't think this is a plan B. I think this is going to be plan A. Yeah, if you look at the, if you look at the basically the, the plays we've got, Murray ideally suited to playing the left-hand centre-back of three. Jags is ideally suited to playing the right-hand centre-back of three. And then you've got Ashley Williams, commanding figure, right bang in the middle. And, and we've been cranging out, haven't we, for, for Baines and Coleman to, to, to play as wing-backs, really, and use their ability getting forward. I think it'll suit us really well. Don't you think it's a... I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking on, off the top of my head here. Don't you think it's a little bit of a... like It's, it's, a, it's a bit of an old system, that, though, isn't it? If you look at teams like... You know, the whole thing about Joe Hart at the moment is that um, Guardiola wants to play with a sweeper-keeper. So that essentially gives them an extra outfield player, and aren't we aren't we losing one if we if we play another defender in there? Formations run in cycles, though, don't we? I mean, two three seasons ago, everybody was playing one up top, so there'd be zero reason to have three at the back. But now a lot of teams are going four three three, so it does give you that when you win back stop in, it does give you that basic five at the back really uh, to to sort of deal with teams playing three. Uh, up top so no I, I think that'll be the way forward and I, I think it will suit us I definitely with Coleman in there rather than McCarthy because yeah, yeah. you know it's bombing up and down in, in a natural position yeah, yeah I, I think exciting to see it um, what about Bainesy for, for pace though he was done a few times wasn't he 
He was. Uh, it wasn't uh, Leighton Baines' greatest day by any stretch of the imagination, but you know he, he's getting on a bit now, isn't he? Probably needs a little bit more time coming through pre-season. He's not as electric as he once was, but he, he's got it in his head, hasn't he? There was a couple of times where he, you know, he, he made a couple of good tackles and and got back in. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it'll definitely. I do think it will suit us. Uh, who stood out for you? Um, well, the obvious obvious ones is probably Idrissa Gay and uh, the keeper as well. Yeah, a couple of times when he when Stecklenberg made a save, particularly that save in the second half from point blank range. I turned to you and said, unbelievable stickers, and you looked at me as if to say, what are you talking about? I don't know whether you didn't hear me or not. I thought it was quite a funny no. joke. Well, I think it was, it was the, the, the save where he tipped it uh, over the bar, and I didn't realise he got a touch on it, so I thought, what's he going on about? He's just, he's just knocked it over. I thought that was a pretty funny joke. Yeah. Get it on a t-shirt, patent it. Somebody will pinch that already. <laughs> yeah, somebody out there. Shit. Um, yeah, I mean, he... he was he, does it want, want him to be a man of the match or do you reckon Gay was man of the match um, it was a difficult one really I'm going to go be quite controversial here in the fact that everybody thought it was a, a good performance particularly in the first half I didn't think we were all that great even in the first half I thought we were clearly better than we were last season for most of the season but I didn't think it was sort of any sort of classic 45 minutes of football no definitely not there was things that got the crowd going i.e. gay running around and putting his foot in Um, but it wasn't as if we created a load of chances what I will say is you know when we signed it just again I've seen all the stats from my season I know he he had a decent season for Villa last year but I've got to hold my hand up and say the one team in the league I won't watch if they're on telly is Aston Villa they're not in the league anymore thankfully but um, I've, it's well documented my hatred of Aston Villa on this podcast so I never used to really watch them he's got a much better touch than I expected him to have he's got a little bit of flair hasn't he oh, yeah. I, I, I honestly do think and I, I know it's easy to, to do a knee jerk reaction I think we've got a player there to really do well, a really good player definitely one who can mix it up and you know McCarthy's playing on his position a lot of people saying that McCarthy's not fancy by Koeman at the moment which we'll talk a little bit more about later but, but it definitely mixes that mixes the pot a little bit up there I, think, I still think he fancies Barry um, Barry can't go on forever though can you I mean no. I'm not saying by any means that Barry's finished because he was probably our best player last season but I don't think he's going to be able to play week in week out plus he gets to spend every five games after five games <laughs> cards doesn't he so yeah so yeah you know I think the, he will sort of mix and match in a little bit in the sense of the park depending on who we're playing so Holgate's played pretty well you know he, he, I think the, his emergence uh, really kind of softened the blow a little bit and I think that they made it probably took a few million off the Stones place actually with him coming through I think I think if he wasn't there then we might have held out for a little bit more money but I think that he's got such faith in him He's raw at the minute. He needs he needs playing time. He was caught yeah. out for the, the goal. He was, yeah. Um, and I think he's probably. I think we'll get another centre half in, perhaps, and then we're going to have five centre halves playing for three positions, which again is not really a bad situation. I think Algate will probably get games in. You know, the likes of the EFL Cup is it called now? <laughs> the EFL Cup sounds. It's more convoluted than the names of our stands. <laughs> um, you know, like cup games. You probably see Holgate. Probably get. A few little odd spots in the league. Um, you, you, you're not. You I mean you're not going to get a full season out of Jags and Murray as well with suspensions and knocks and stuff. And um, so I mean Williams is consistent. And so yeah, I think you'll get a sniff there as well. Yeah, 
I'd say, but the squad depth, you know, that's that's what you want. You want to see him come through and potentially, you know, you know, one day you'll be as good as, or if not better than John Stones. Yeah, I think he's just he just hasn't got the flair that Stones had, which is you know the, the, the obvious comparison. But well, he might do, do but maybe do just a bit that? more sensible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shall we go to gripes? gripes same old gripes. Game. Same old gripes in it as last season. Should we just talk about the goal very quickly? Um, well, what a finish! <laughs> the luckiest free kick I've ever seen in my life just thought it was one of them tough a bounce looked like it was going to take a touch didn't bounce straight through and the keeper was in no man's land was he injured at that point where he's do you think no I think he came out uh, was it when he ran out and cleared it I was when, on the, when sort of went, went the right back position yeah yeah um, I think that's when it was um, yeah I mean it was just it was just it was a fluke wasn't it and uh, but Koeman I think Koeman said hasn't he about Barkley that he, what he wants from him is more goals and more assists so he's already got a goal on the uh, on the, on the sheet well I, I, I don't know I mean I, that's obviously I, I'm just I'm just some bloke from Bootle who, who talks to you know a few people on a podcast uh, and my, my opinion is that you know the goals are not good but I want better performances from them yeah, I do. We are we are going to become the Barkley and Delafeu hate team this season. I, I like Jerry. I liked him up front. What? I, I think it's an exciting option. What does he offer you? Pace. What for like Skill. twelve minutes of a game? No, but he, it, it's a different option than the Kaku. You know, and some of the some of the times when the ball came through, cleared from from the keeper or defender, and he cushioned it off, nice little touch. You don't see that often from the Kaku. And it's, it's a different option, and you know, I, think I don't think I don't think there'd be many Premiership centre halves that would be too worried about seeing Delafay's name up top on the, on the sheet, especially without any real sort of you know support. Yeah, I mean Morales in there as well, so they could they, they, they did swap it about a little bit, uh, but just going on a, an overview of the game uh, and what Kuma said like before the game. Uh, it, it proved to be pretty much spot on, saying the fitness isn't there, seventy percent fitness, and they did just kind of run out of energy. But what I will say is, even though they ran out of energy, the the effort was still there, and you know I think Mr. Callenberg played made a couple of saves, but there weren't that many efforts to Tottenham had on goal. No, it was a pretty poor game in all honesty. I thought I didn't yeah. think Spurs were particularly great, uh, even though they sort of dominated possession in the second half. And I didn't think we were particularly great. I think, you know, there's a lot more to come from both those sides. Most but people have said they'd have that, though. You know, Spurs were challenging last season, and we weren't. So you'd have that as an opener. Yeah, yeah. if you'd have offered me a point before the game, I probably would have took it, in the fact that, you know, they're a decent side. We're still finding our feet. We were under the impression that the players weren't fully fit, uh, according to, to Ronnie Kay. So, yeah, now, I mean, fair enough. And, and when you look at it now... I mean, on paper, now to come into that side, you've got Coleman, Lukaku, Balassi, you know... Uh, you can only strengthen. Potentially, Joe Hart, um, Ashley Williams. You know, you've got real Premiership quality. So, you, you, you look at that, though, you look at uh, Holgate for Williams, that's an upgrade. Uh, I don't know, who, who's out for... Who would Balassi come in for? Delefeu? Morales? I would potentially think, yeah. Either so, or, with a bit of a swap round, depending on who we're playing. So, um, Morales and Delefeu. I think after after 
Cumin's had a look at Morales and Delafeu there. I think he's probably more likely to, to bench Delafeu. I would have thought. He has said that he expects more from them, and that's good because it's, it's. I mean, we'll talk a little bit more about it, but it's not no bullshit, is it? It's just like straight up, and you know, they, they get complacent and. He is certainly not a bullshit merchant. Like, it's it's refreshing, I, I isn't it? I mean, I you, it. that he cut in the ass dead yesterday, didn't he? About yeah. So we should we move on to our news section because I know everyone out there is dying to uh, hear the jingle, um, and we can talk about that then. Come on, lad. News. Got a little bit of news to talk about. Uh, Signings over the summer. Got <laughs> your half drink there. So just having a drink there. Uh, so signings over the summer. Not just better podcast brought to you by Doctor Pepper Can't Zero. We'll get a suit. Why? Doctor Pepper, I'm going to be bothered with advertising to seven people. Um, yeah, all right. Yeah, we talk about the players we brought in over the summer. Um, stadium news. Players let go. Uh, players who might be on their way out. Yes, and. Uh, but I, I want to start off with just the overall feeling at the club at the moment. I, I, I wanted to talk about my feel. I, I put this out on, on, our, on our Facebook before, on, on our Twitter before, saying it kind of Everton kind of sapped the the enthusiasm out of me. I not Everton. I think Roberto. Is this the, over the course of your whole life? No, no. <laughs> over the past season, I kind of lost. I, not, I didn't lose my love for Everton because that will always be there but the enthusiasm was like when you know I paid for me I got my season ticket but then well this was the first the, the first time ever I haven't renewed my season ticket on the first day because Roberto was still there and I was making a stand this was my not that Everton were in any way bothered However, I was making a stand that I was not going to renew my season ticket whilst he was still in charge and if that meant I didn't get one then so be it but a lot of people seem to be in the same boat and then they went because then we suddenly sold. Because you went, I don't. Well, I think we'd already got up back up to around twenty four thousand then, before he went. It was. I mean, it was. It was still quite a high figure. Perhaps that it, was the machete factor, though. I think everybody was just knew he was probably going to go. I, I I still wasn't sure because it, you know with Everton it's just not like us to you know pull the trigger in that kind of situation. But while, while we're talking about Roberto, yeah. Do you think he's the luckiest man in football? Oh, it's like it's like getting sacked from. Well, it is getting sacked from. Like Ever, sacked. It's like getting sacked from Everton and then getting a Belgium job. I think it, it, it that is. is what it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Belgium, are they still ranked number two in world football? Well, not for long. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that that is that is so bizarre, and it's so funny when you see you, you see the footage, the, the supposed footage when uh, Morales and Lukaku find out and it's like you can see <laughs> I think I had the paid money to be sat there and listen to Morales and Lukaku's conversation that night it's like you know it must have been like someone had just died from Morales he was like oh my god <laughs> um, yeah how how strange is that but you know as we know very well except we didn't buy anymore he's good at bullshitting this is true yeah so you know if he goes in there and like sell you know he's so what's the what's the expression? It's probably quite racist now, is it? Sell snow to Eskimos? Is that? Is that, is that racist? I don't know. I'll say Eskimos anyway. Right? I think selling Santa Arabs is probably more racist. That was the one that your nan used to say, and oh, then yeah. I think it got uh, sanitised into 
sounds oh I like this version better then yeah (laughs) Yeah. you're alright yeah Um, but yeah there you go Roberto Martinez the new manager of Belgium what do you reckon he'll do for Kevin De Bruyne's career do you think he'll bring him on and turn him into a world class player (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) I think he's yeah I I mean the thing with Belgium though the the Roberto Martinez way of playing out from the back he's got centre half that can do that in Vertonghen and Alderweireld Alavet Simon Mignolet like you know being a Roberto Martinez keeper mm. maybe not I don't know I mean, good luck to him I suppose, I suppose. Caught to him, I suppose. bullshitting bastard yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> no it, no it did really no do you know what right let's let's let bygones be bygones yeah right? he was a nice fella wasn't he well yeah uh, he had he had decent shoes he gave us a decent season where we all got excited I suppose so Let's try and remember him for that, and let's wish him luck at Belgium. Okay, going back to you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, even though we like drawing a line under Roberto, do you know what I mean about that cloud that was over the club? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, it, last season was depressing. Sitting I, in the game was depressing. I was sitting in the match, and I was literally not even watching the match. I was just talking to people because it was boring. I think it was more soul destroying. Yeah, no, I love that. And it's, uh, you know, I've I've been, you know, my first season ticket was that season when Mike Walker was in charge. You know, so I've seen Evan being bad, but this was this wasn't just bad. I mean, it wasn't relegation bad, but there was there was just nothing that you could take away from it. You know, the, the there big, wasn't fight. There wasn't there wasn't anything. The big difference was when Mike Walker was in charge, we had. A load of shite players. There we go. We've got an explicit rating again already because I've just used the word shite. Oh. However, that is the only way to explain the players we had at the time. Shite. We have decent. We, we you know we had, do have decent players now, so there's no reason why it should have been as bad as it was last season. But hey, um, onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. So the appointment of Cumin. Uh, you know there were links with Mourinho. Was it ever going to happen? No. I need to get this out the way now. I, I have a major gripe now. This is my major gripe with Evertonians at the minute. Where are we getting these delusions of grandeur? The Mourinho thing in that in the summer was daft. I keep seeing people saying, we are definitely going to sign Julian Draxler. We are definitely going to sign James Rodriguez. We're going to sign Isco. We're not going to sign any of them. We are not going to sign any of them. It's well too early in, you know, Everton moving forward to be linked with players like that. Just going if back... If we sign any of those three players in this window, right, I will do the podcast in my underpants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no thanks. <laughs> uh, but Mishiri, you know, he came in and, you know, he, he's minted. Yeah. It's not like... It's not oil money though, is it? And it's not like like China money. It's not billions and billions and billions which he's going to put into it. Yeah, but it's not monopoly money either. It's, it's real, you know. He's, he's yeah, but what I mean is, it's it's not going to put. It's still not putting us on a level with City or Chelsea. It's putting or Man U or even. I mean, it's probably going to put us just probably on a level with maybe Tottenham. Well, but everybody's at that level at the minute, aren't they? With the silly money going around, it's just. The, the, I think the problem at the minute is because everybody's got money nobody needs to sell so immediately over the summer every single player's value's doubled 
Yeah. Uh, it has, isn't it? You look at the, the, right. the fees for Balassi, you look at the fees that are knocking around for people like Mane. Like, the, there was talk last, like, two seasons ago, Mane, Balassi, they were worth 15, 18 million, and now they're worth 30, 35 million. It's just doubled overnight. Uh, but hold on, but just AU. What? But 20 million was that? Yeah, and he's out for five months or something now, 20? for 20 minutes. What about, like, a Troy Feeney? How much was he going for? Who? Was it was that his name? <laughs> Troy Deeney. <do> you know? <laughs> Troy Feeney. Who's <laughs> Troy Feeney? Um, I'm thinking Boy Meets World, Mr Feeney. <laughs> oh, a random Deeney. Nickelodeon from the 80s reference that is. Oh, yeah, sorry, Deeney. Um, Feeney. Uh, 20 million though as well, was, it, was that what he was linked with? I think that was at the end, towards the end of last season, was it? Oh, how? It didn't, at one point, Watford turned down 35 million for the Galo. From How? the Chinese team, I know exactly. It's it's crazy. So yeah, I know you're saying about we haven't got mega money to compete with them, but I think we we you know we certainly got more money than most. Mm. However, we're yet to see it because we've only really spent the stones money, haven't we? We've spent what we've got in really. Yeah, pretty much. You know, seven million for Gay, which uh, you know Aston Villa great management there. You know, putting us. Oh, I understand. It's a relegation release clause, and they are usually less than what you go. I understand for. that, but you know, if he's one of their top players last season, I mean, you never, you know, you don't know that when you're signing them. But it's got you've got to match the fee, haven't you? It's got to be if you sign someone. Yeah, but things like that, they're weighted in the player's favour, aren't they? The player wants to know he can go for a decent fee because yeah. he could have been a poor last season and still wanted to go if he got. Got relegated. Yeah, I'm quite. You know, looking on there, I'm quite surprised no one else came in for him. Yeah, uh, Ashley Williams, I think, is a top signing. Oh, I agree. Yeah, um, and I, I don't think he's too old. I think as a centre half, he's just hitting his prime. You'll get three years out of him. I think the fee is about nine million, going up to twelve on add-ons. Um, so if you get three, four years out of him, it works out at about three million a season. Big deal. That's, I mean, it's, it's quality, and what you won't get out of him is Craig turns in his own six yard box. No, you won't, and you'll get leadership. I would make him captain. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I think Jags gets a little bit of a raw deal because he's, he's, he's the face of that that team under Martinez. No, Jags. I've got no problem with Jags being the captain. He, you know, he is, as you say, he's like a role model. He's clean cut. Doesn't do anything really wrong, but he's not. I never get. A leader vibe from Jags, where Ashley Williams, I think, would be yeah. shouting at people, ragging them about, telling them what to do. Um, you know, I think Jags shot himself in the foot with that picture. Was it with George Osborne? Was it? Who remembers that? Loads, Part of people, you. loads of people have been. You know, when we saying when we when when I've seen debates on whether Williams should be captain, we saying yeah, get get rid of that uh, Tory posing. But people I don't just think he really had a choice in the matter. The club says to you, we've, you've got David Cameron and Boris Johnson coming down and you've got to stand next to them. I don't think you can go, nah. Sorry. Yeah, well, I know. Well, it's just, you know, people do take that out of these things. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I would, you know, I'd certainly, you know, really be giving it a good thought to make him captain. And that's no knock on Jags at all. I just think he's probably better suited to the job. Baines has been captain before. You know, Coleman... Uh, captain Ireland, uh, you know, Jags captain, Williams Welsh captain, 
you know, good experience there, isn't there? So, uh, and then you've got a big foo in there as well. Yeah. So, uh, so Scallenberg kind of came in under the radar. You know, we, we what what are the goalies were we linked with? Um, I'm trying to think now. From it, if weirdly. All I can remember from the start of the summer was us being linked with Joe Hart. And then it, Schmeichel I, as well? Like four yeah, oh yeah, Schmeichel, Schmeichel for a while. Um, but then the Joe Hart thing went quiet and it just seemed like a load of nonsense. And now, weirdly, it looks like we're nailed on to get Joe Hart. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean but as I say, Stick Hallenberg, he just definitely came in he, under the radar. He, he looked good, but to me, he's a number two. He is a number a two. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think he looks like a really solid number two, and I think if we do sign a keeper, I think it's probably the end of Joel. Maybe go out on loan, perhaps. And when asked about this the other day in a press conference, uh, Kuman said we need three goalkeepers, and then you know, kind of when he was kind of forced to elaborate on it a little bit, he said we've got Scallenberg, we've got jo- Joel, and we've got a young keeper as well. So I'm, I'm taking his meaning. Is he talking about Griffiths? Oh, Griffiths has gone out on loan, hasn't has he? he? I'm sure, yeah. He's gone to. Is it Stanek? Is he sniffing about? No, didn't he get released? Did he? Fuck, I mean, who's the, who's the young keeper you saw then? Uh, no idea. Couldn't tell you. Rick Stewart? Uh, perhaps, yeah. Maybe Richard Wright. He only retired from City, you know, this summer. Did he? Yeah. He's got a couple of medals in his back. <laughs> He's got um, more medals than Steve Gerrard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I agree, you know, we definitely need, we need to, he's, he's going to come in and he looks solid, you know, he, he looks like he can catch a ball, he looks like he can distri- uh, distribute a ball. That isn't a great shot. compliment for the keeper that he looks like he can catch a ball. I think that's pretty much the minimum requirement. Is it though? Well, yeah. What about Robles? Oh, Does he look like he can, he looks like he can catch a ball. I think it's harsh to say he doesn't look like he can catch a ball. <laughs> doesn't look like he can... You know, clap his hands without listen. He's done well at times. Oh, at times, yeah. Uh, no, but so we'll talk about potential potential goalie coming in again, Joe Hart again, and the potentials in a bit. Still on the signings though, Balassi. What's your thoughts? I'm going to be controversial again. I am not convinced. I well, he's ripped us apart. He's ripped the shite apart. That is that is the major plus point. He always shite. seems to play well against. The shite, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's a good thing. But he probably won't now he's wearing an Everton shirt. Uh, you like the number? Uh, 14 is my favourite number. Mm. We haven't really had a great 14 for a while. Stephen A. Smith for a while. Um, and now Balassi, so I don't know, potentially. I mean, the thing with Balassi is, I think, you know, he's one of those mad people, isn't he? He just... Unconventional. Unconventional. Unconventional, unconventional, like Paula Wanchap. Yeah, like Paula Wanchap <laughs> and Umanias. <laughs> God, no. Um, yeah, I think I'm hoping Cumin can get the best out of it. To me, I think, did he score five goals last season? He doesn't get enough goals. I think, he's got, I think he said he's got nine over three seasons. Right, well, they, well, that's not particularly great, is it? Um, I've seen Crystal Palace fans laughing, saying we've robbed you blind. He doesn't score enough goals. He has no end product. Well, they, they can't but, say anything. That's paying thirty-two million for Benteke after the season he's just had. Well, it's, Liverpool are saying we are getting thirty-two million to look like they've got the money behind it, but they're actually getting twenty-five million, and then it's seven million based on if Crystal Palace get in the Champions League. So it's twenty-five million. Yeah. So it's like us. We paid. We've actually paid twenty-five and a half million for Blasi with a further five and a half. 
if we win at something. So we're paid 25 and a half. Do you know what I, what I will say about it? It will be a good deal if we can get uh, two consistent wingers out of the uh, four that will be in rotation. If we is get... there such a thing as a consistent winger? Does that exist? No, but this, this is what I mean. If, if, if you throw Delafeo Morales in the mix there, and then you throw uh, Lennon and Balassi in there, potentially. Uh, if we can get, you know, seven out of seven out of ten performances consistently throughout the season out of two of those four, then that's a good sign, isn't it? Because at the moment, you're getting, what, five out of ten? Yeah. And you're playing one of those wingers, and I think he's going to play two, one in a free roll and one wide. Yeah. What I would like to see is, I don't want to see any stupid aircraft from uh, just not normally. Just, just, just shave your head. Well, you know, that's that's one of the things that. Uh, what what's what do you call, what would you call gay? Or just a gay, or do you call him gay? No. When you said what would you call gay, then I was thinking this is dodgy ground here. Yeah, um, I don't know, like uh, fruity. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everyone's calling him Ghana. Well, I mean, what's his name? How many well, names? Well, as far as I'm aware, his name's Idrissa Gay. But. Uh, everyone picked up on the fact that yeah, Deli Ali. Ali is called Deli Ali, but his name is now Deli because he wants to be Pelly. Fair enough. I but he had tape on his wrists and he had black boots on, and it's like people thought, you know, that's just like old school. None of these bright, bright coloured boots, and he just like kicked people, and that's like, you know, that, that made a real impact. I'm sure he's probably just old enough for a new boot deal, and in about two weeks he'll have a luminous pink Nike Magistas on or something. Yeah, and probably dye his hair too much. The Not Better Just Better podcast brought to you by Nike Magista. I like that, yeah. The boot for all occasions. We've got to be, we've got to be um, global though and call it Nike. Right, okay. Right. We'll never do that on the American version. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, as I say, if we can get consistency out of out of like two out of those four wingers' performances and maybe you know a couple of them in double fig- figures scoring wise. And well, if Glassy's like, got nine in three years, <laughs> double figures might be a bit of a push. Well, he's gonna. And no, no disrespect to Crystal Palace, he's, he's, he's got better players around than now, let's face it. What he has got is electric pace. If Delafeu can get himself fit, he's got pace. And he's got Peter Beagley like skill. Morales has got, I'm not, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, Morales has got pace. Um, Lukaku has got no first touch. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, pace scares people, doesn't it? So, yeah. Uh, well, let's, I mean, let's, we, let's give the lad to go. It's a statement of intent in a way, isn't it? We pay, we pay top dollar for him. Um, you know, he's a good player. He, he's a good player. He's, he was being linked with Tottenham, you know, like last season, wasn't he? And well, I think Tottenham were after him, West Ham were after him. All those teams who were usually in the fight for players with us and usually get players instead of us. Uh, he's come to us. He's left London, so we've obviously gave him a good wage. Uh, so yeah, you like yeah, the weather today, money. Let's let's give him a go. Pissing down. Okay, so they're the four players in. Uh, players out. We've got Pina, who's just been picked up by Sunderland. Davy Moyes, the, the revolution at Sunderland. Uh, quite, are you surprised that he hasn't maybe gave Osman a year? Yet. Well, yeah. There so is yet. Osman, Osman's gone, and controversially, because of some comments that came out, uh, Hibbo. So those three apparently will let go without going into massive detail where do you sit on the Hibbo debate do you think he was right in what he said do you think he stole a living I do you think he chose not to play the past couple of years no I don't and this stealing a living thing is a bit like the argument for 
footballers get paid too much. If the club's going to pay you, you're going to take it out. You're not going to go, whoa, hang on a minute. I might not. I might be injured this season, so do you just want to give me 100 quid a week instead of 20,000 quid a week? Yeah. You're not going to do it, are you? So, um, for that for that length of service to, to find out by text off somebody else or whatever it was that you've been released, it's not great, is it? No, I mean, the, the club was in transition, the management... You know, have they got in touch with Cooman and said, right, we've got a couple of players who are winding down the contracts, do you want to keep them on? Is that the way it works? And he said, no, I don't, don't fancy them. Or does it go you know, to, to, the, to the higher-ups just say, well, we want to cut the wage bill. And, you know, we don't see the point in renewing them. They've not seen much time. But there's, there's ways of doing it. And there Evan must have been right some way. sort of job they could offer them in some way. I mean, he... They, you're going to want your young players learning his, his like skills, aren't you? His, his step overs and his vision. If, yeah, that's the, you can't you can't really teach that. You need to have that in you, don't you? So yeah, yeah. you can pass on his, his knowledge about. It did disappoint me though. The, the, the kind of I've used this word before on the podcast, and it's it's you know it, it's it's out there all the time now. But the vitriol that he, he got from um, a lot of Evertonians, you know. Did he want to like? Did he want to? First of all, did he want to not play for two years? I'm sure the times he was fit, he would be well in there, like want to play. And secondly, did he want to be let go? He's always been a polarizing player, though, hasn't he? He's one of those cool players, isn't he? For I me, you know, he's a, he is a cool player. The fact that he wasn't the greatest footballer. I think he, I think you you might have mentioned this in, in reply to somebody about uh, about the where the source that it came from, which was possibly the Daily Mail but people don't go in and go hello I'm from the Daily Mail can I talk to you I'm going to publish this in, in the Daily Mail it's like you know a, a reporter or uh, picks up on a story from somewhere asks for a few words and that just happens to be where it's he's not gone out I'm sure he's, he hasn't sat there putting a the finger going and Everton Everton did this and Everton did that and he's probably gone well, yeah you know it wasn't great was it I found out by text I was particularly happy by that uh, you know, this wouldn't have happened at the club under David Moyes or ten years ago. Yeah, I'm sure he hasn't been too overly. There's been a, there's been a few things like that where Everton, you know, the People's Club, and you know, maybe it's time to let go of that moniker because it was, you know, we, we don't do we want to be the People's Club anymore. I mean, it was nice, you know, when you you talk about the, you know, that shower of shades across the park, you know, constantly selling the souls. Paying over the odds for, but we've done it now. We've sold out now. Have we though? Yeah, we no, have. Not on the same. No, we have. Not to the have. same extent. No chance. Uh, you might not want to admit it, and it's hard to do. But we have. We, we've sold to uh, foreign money. Um, you know, we're now in this corporate realm where you know we're going to be spending money. We're going to be making, and that, that's what it, that's what you have to do. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. I don't think it's the same way. I think you know he's got he's got track records before uh, with a you know. A, Within within the Premier League before, and I think there's more trust there. It's it's not just Americans coming in and then trying to come in, you know, trying to be fashionable owning a football club, making uh, you know a little more dollars and trying to build a brand over there. I think it's a little. I think it's a little bit different. A little bit. Uh, but so those three out. Tim Howard obviously waved farewell. Yeah, after uh, the Colorado Rapids. I don't think he's been doing particularly well. I don't think he's been setting the league on fire. I see one result the other week and he had five put past him. Yeah. Well. Uh, obviously, the big one, John Stones going to City. Uh, what are your feelings on him? Inevitable, wasn't it? 
you know the, the price that we wanted we held out for as long as we could to get the best price um, and yeah just the way it is basically yeah, he's gone so we move on sad it's, I don't know why I hope he goes on and becomes a, fulfills his potential I honestly do do you think he, do you think he was sly in the way he did anything this time around not really there is, I, I, I don't get this I don't get this where he's like slyness the, the players have got to look out for themselves and he thinks he's Especially going to play his career. He's a he is, he he's a lad, and he's not an he's not an Everton. He's not an Evertonian. He's going. He is going to play for the best manager in the world, plus probably the best manager in the last sort of twenty five years or something. Um, so and I'm sure he's getting paid extremely well. It, the pitches are so funny. You know, you see you see him in pre season, and his face is like all doom and gloom, and then literally, you know. The, the, the very first pitches of him in, in, in the city in city colours, he, he's absolutely beaming and stuff like that. And it, it's just he just wasn't his art wasn't there, was it? Did you see the picture the other day from the game against Stour Bucharest where they qualified for the Champions League and Joe Hart had been dropped and was on the bench yes. and then Stones at the end of the game runs up to him and celebrates like he's won the World Cup and you can just see Joe Hart thinking what, why are you doing that, lad? Yeah. I'm not going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. That's taking a piss. Yeah, that's just a bit sad, like. Um, Garber, out on loan. Garber didn't get a number. Yeah, bizarre. But, you know, he's gone to Wigan. Um, I don't... I, I am now 100% certain that Garber probably will never be an Everton player. Okay. Well, choice. This will bring us on to, uh, you know, again from the press conference, um, Kuma was asked which players uh, don't have a future Everton pretty much outright and he pretty much I mean he, he outright said we made quick quick uh, assessments on Nias and McGeady uh, and one or two others or two or three others um, I'm quite I'm quite shocked that he doesn't want Nias what's he ever done wrong <laughs> he's a pain in the ass <laughs> um, so but he would uh, on Further question, he was uh, said. So, what if he wants to, you know, if he wants to play football? And he said, uh, if he wants to play football, then he'll have to leave Everton Football Club. You know, that's you know, if, if he wants to knuckle down and try hard, there's still no place for him. So he's he's pretty much ruled it out straight away. Yeah. And you know that kind of straight talk, and as you said before, it's just so refreshing. You know, Everton fans, we've been at the wall pulled over our eyes for so long with all this fucking power of positivity and. Uh, I mean, I, I'm a big believer in that, but not when it lies. And the thing is, as well, it completely echoes the sentiment of the fan base, doesn't it? If you oh, ask the fan base, yeah, which two players would you bomb out first? I think every single person in the crowd would say Nias and McGeady. Oh yeah, definitely. And and it's it's like you know, it, it makes I think that makes us feel a little, little bit better, doesn't it? It's like we're, we're not, you know, we're not stupid. We're, we're not, not saying things. We're not. Totally uneducated in football, we're we're missing. Do you think it's a little the bit finer point of the game? It's a little bit like a like a like a middle finger up to Roberto as well. And coming in saying, you know, he's come in and said the fitness is nowhere near what it needs to be. Um, loads of players have gone out on loan and gone to other clubs, and uh, you know they, they've said that. Who, who was it? They said that players turn up completely out of shape when they come from Roberto. Um, I don't know. Someone who went out on loan. Anyway. I don't understand. Um, and he's, he's was it Garbutt when he went to Fulham the first time? Possibly, he said. You know, completely out of shape. All these players completely out of shape. The amount of injuries we had, hamstring injuries, all that kind of stuff. Um, and Roberto saying the ass wouldn't be ready until next season. Uh, McGeady always, you know, was always there sniffing about until he went out on loan. Well, think, the, the, the fitness side of it. If you look at the way 
when Roberto took over from Moyes, if you look at the way the team gradually declined under Roberto, that would tie in with the fitness just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So what did we train? Well, Keeping know. the ball in, in, in our own area. But you don't have to see like the substitute warm-ups at half time. You were just like doing little keepy-ups together, weren't you? Yeah. a warm-up for anything. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, so... So I think we're going to talk a little bit about whether there's any other players that we might see go out. A lot of... I put this question out there, and, you know, a lot of speculation on, as to who those other two or three, you know, or more players could possibly be who don't have a future at Everton. A lot of people say Gibbo, but he's just... He's only just signed a new deal. And I think it was... It was very early in the summer, though, wasn't it? I think it was... Pre-Cuman, wasn't it? I think it was pre-Cuman, but I think, I think it was, like, days before Cuman. I think it's definitely... You've had a word in his ear. My when I saw that at the time, my initial instinct was, "We're getting my Rooney because they are best mates. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, they are. They they are like inseparable outside of you know the football. Gibson and so Rooney, bit of a sweet bizarre. So I thought, you know, maybe Rooney's coming back. It's a little bit of a here you go, your mate here. You know, everything's Everton love you again now after you play. Or oh, well, some of the crowd do. Uh, you're all forgiven." and the prodigal son return but that doesn't look like it's happening now so um, yeah I, I, I don't I can't see Gibbo going because I can't see where he'd go especially now he's signed a contract he's under contract you know to be a fee involved and stuff um, now I think he'll be kept as a, as a bit of a squad player I expect particularly now Bessage has cracked again and yeah it's just a shame that isn't it? Yeah, I think he, he might have got a little run there yeah I like the lads I'm sitting here doing a podcast with Aiton Bessic Bosnia shirt on however I think he's probably again never really going to make it an event I think it's just one one after the other isn't it it is yeah but I mean maybe with a you know a better fitness coach in place you know potentially hopefully hopefully anyway so another couple of players uh, McCarthy McCarthy uh, Kuhn was asked about this and his answer was well he played on Saturday yeah um, so I, I don't think he's got any intentions of. But then Henry. Mata started for Man United, and does that mean they're not going to sell Mata? Mm, possibly. I would just because somebody plays in the first game of the season. I think the first couple of games of the season are more fitness based than ability based. And McCarthy's always had like a decent engine, hasn't he? So are you buying this that McCarthy is suddenly shit? I think he was hampered by injuries last season. I, do, I really do. But he's suddenly like, you know, he, people are saying he's being found out. He's a terrible footballer, useless, got no skill, not, got nothing. You know, you know what you're going to get with him now? He, he, he isn't going to be five players and rocket it into the top corner, is he? But, you know, he, he, he will get about and get stuck in and, and all the rest. Um, I don't think McCarthy will go again. I think he, he might not be 100% regular, um, but I don't think he'll go. I, I certainly couldn't sell him. No, he's a good player. Uh, cleverly was another one that was people, you know, yeah, maybe wasn't he wasn't really fancy. He didn't feature a whole lot in pre-season. He was on the bench on Saturday. He was one of those who suffered last season under Roberto because he was playing on the left yeah. wing. I think cleverly could be in danger. I do. Um, maybe not so much now, but possibly in January. I think, he's going to want to play, isn't he? He came to Everton to play games. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a victim of. He's in a position that's like kind of. You know, we've we've got we've got better players in the defensive uh, area which he can play, uh, and you know he's got players ahead of him who, you know, if we, if you're going to play him out wide, we've got better wingers. You know, if you're going to play him in attack midfield, you've got Barkley ahead of him. So 
I just I don't I just don't see where he's going to fit in. But from you know our point of view, it's good to have him as, as a squad member. Yeah. But from what you're saying, if you're going to want to play, then it's not going to be with us, is it? The other lad I think is slightly in trouble, um, and I think a lot of people will disagree with me here. But I think Aaron Lennon, and the, the reason why I think this is uh, with Coleman being out on for the first game against Spurs. Yeah. For me, the, my initial choice to play right wing back would have been Aaron Lennon. You know, he's played there, especially at home, because he's more, he, he's more of an attacking wing back. Uh, but, you know, he's filled in before at right back. Uh, he can clearly, you know, he, he gets stuck in. He, 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 he's never short of, of running and energy. Um, but for McCarthy to be selected there ahead of Lennon, I just got a feeling maybe he doesn't fancy Lennon. Because as I say, he would be second choice wing back for me behind Coleman. Maybe he just wanted he wanted that extra extra body in there to put it back. McCarthy is an extra one. I think if we do sign another sort of attacking wide player again this this transfer window, so then you've got forward Morales, Delafay, Blasi, and Ayoda. I do think Lennon is is, is dodgy, and, and I think he'd be you know a great buy for most Premiership sides. In all honesty. So Kone was the other name. Uh, with a lot of people put out there saying that they think you know he's on the not needed list, and I have to argue. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna stick around. He's gonna be he's second choice forward at the moment. I think he is on the not needed list, but I don't think he'll go anywhere. I think he will be third fourth choice striker. But don't you need a third fourth choice striker? Well, you do. We need bodies up front, don't we? We're very very light up front. Who's the Swiss lad? I can't. I, I can't remember. Tarish, ta- I don't know how you pronounce it, but Tarish, Tarish Shaz or yeah. Tarish Hash. And it was the, the fellow who came in when uh, Big Big Foo came in. But I think Tarahash probably. Probably needs to go out on out on loan to a championship side to do a season and get a bit of playing time under his belt. Yeah, you talk about you talk about those players. I mean, you, you know, I, I didn't even mention you know Sam Davies who could come in for you know is is he going to be preferred to likes of cleverly because he's gone far less and he's got far more potential. I think Cumin likes a young player, so you know he obviously he played young players last season at Southampton, the likes of Matt Target who he's brought through, and um, you know. Um, yeah, so I think he probably. Will. I think he'll certainly be making benches fairly regularly. Yeah. Okay. One potential uh, out, which you're you're convinced of, not one that's not needed, but you're convinced that Lukaku's on his way. Uh, I less, go, less so than the match. Yeah, I go fifty-fifty on this. I really do. Um, I just thought to myself the other day to not the lad's got three stitches in his foot to not even make the bench. You know. People like Peter Reid used to play with the leg hanging off. Yeah, with like a sponge stra- sellotape to his shin to hold his shin together, and he's playing in you know European different different age finals. It, it is a different age, but I'd play football with three stitches in my foot. Yeah, I would. Uh, you know, if you can't make the bench like that, especially when you're woefully short of players up top, um, to me it smelt like perhaps we, he was going to. I don't know though, but he hasn't gone this week, so I'm now not as not as sure as I maybe was. You look at the Arsenal players who aren't ready yet because they were away at the Euros. You know, Lukaku was there, so maybe he was just a yard off fitness and had that as well. Do you know what I don't get about this? Right, I I mean, I I don't get it at all. If I stopped playing football in May and then came back and played in August and had I don't know how long out twelve weeks. When I played in August, I wouldn't be able to run and I'd be fat. <laughs> if I played an extra month from May till the end of June, the start of July, 
then I'd be a month less fat and a month less unfit. Why are they more unfit when they've, they've kept the fitness up longer? It's just saying they're knackered. It, it, it is daft. It is, it is crazy, but um, just the way it is these days. So you don't think Lukaku's out. You're 50-50 now. It wouldn't shock me either way. Okay. So, right. Potential... Before we talk about these potential ins, I just want to talk about... Do not ask me if we're going to sign James Rodriguez. Do not ask me if we're going to sign Julian Draxler. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm right, going to say about the, uh, the, you know, if it's Ever- Evertonians being dis- like, uh, just in cuckoo land. But I just want to talk about our, our new transfer news correspondent, uh, Danny Gabadon. Yeah, apparently he's now the oracle of Everton transfers. Uh, Where did that come from? Well, I understand the Aspie Williams link because he's you know well centre back. Who does he does he play for like Swansea or Cardiff? Is he still playing? I don't even know. Was he, he was at West Ham, but then didn't he go to like Swansea or Cardiff or someone? So he, he sat somewhere in South Wales, um, tweeting out Everton's transfer policy. So now the only way the only place I can think that's come from is like Ashley Williams. So he's probably his mate, isn't he? I can understand that, yeah, I can understand that one. Uh, but know other links to Wales. Loads of people saying if Everton pull, if, Ever, if Everton pull off this signing, you, uh, you, your fans were made up. It's huge, and people, people said, "Is it Joe Hart?" And he went, "No, bigger." It's like, well, who could that be? Daniel Billyletnov. <laughs> He's definitely a bigger main player. <laughs> there you go. Um, it's just so random, Gabadon. Uh, so talk about Joe Hart. You know, there's, there's talk today. He was dropped last week, apparently because, as we said before, uh, Guardiola fancies a sweeper-keeper and Big Willie is better in that position than Joe Hart. I'm not... I, I think I'm 100% convinced that we will sign him, but I'm not overly excited by it. You know, what? I think, are you messing? I'd, I'd rather... If you gave me the choice, if you lined five keepers up in front of me and the keepers were... Joe Hart, Asamir Begovic, Jack Butland, Tom Heaton. Let's say four keepers because I haven't got a fifth. Uh, Joe Hart would be my last choice. Yeah. Yes. I'd rather. I for me, I'd rather take. I'd rather Begovic. I really would. Then uh, Joe Hart is a decent keeper. However, he offends me a little bit. What? Well, I, I, I think I he, think he's. I don't think he's going to get any better than he is now. I think he's twenty nine. He's, he's got he's got those he's got a goalie prime in front of him. I don't know what it is. I just I don't particularly like him. You're on the hell last year. He's a nice fella as well. Well, is he? Yeah. He needs to stop them bloody adverts. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I think I think uh, you just got to look at availability. Begovic might be available because he's not a first choice, and you know would he come into Everton and be first choice? But then you know if he's if he's not first choice at Chelsea, who I don't know. He's younger, Beg- he's younger than Hart Begovic. Is he? Well, yeah, he's, you think Begovic is old, but he's only about twenty six. Or 20. he's not. He is. I'm telling you, he's. I'm sure he's about fifty. No, he's, he's not. Like, he went to school with Marshall. He's, like, he's like Yakubu. <laughs> he went to school with um, Richard, Yakubu. Ra- Richard Wright. <laughs> Yakubu's just sad for someone you now. As he's got to be sixty. <laughs> Easy. Um, no, I, I mean, I'd, I'd have Joe, Joe Hart. I mean, people talk about forty million. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong, right? He's better than what we've got. 
He's probably much better than what we've got. He's the England based He's the England keeper. He's got, he's got 90, something like 95 clean sheets in the last three seasons, or maybe not three seasons. But, you know, he's, he's got his stats are unbelievable. Uh, City aren't yeah, always well, he, was, he wasn't playing for Everton, was he? He wasn't playing for the team where he was getting battered with shots constantly. He was playing at Man City. Well, that's where he was at the top of the league with numerous world class players in front of him. So, I just. I don't know. But. I do think we will sign On loan? Mm, no. Payment? There's a... On BBC, I think it'll be about 20 minutes. BBC, BBC Sport put a sneaky little tweet out today saying Joe Hart uh, on his way to Everton on loan. Full stop. Space. And then a line of space. And then plus all the other gossip. It's like... That's like... Clickbait. Clickbait, yeah. But it's just sneaky that because it looked like it was like breaking news. And um, I, I, I mean... I. It makes sense on loan, I suppose, because City, if City haven't got a place for him at the moment. It, you know, it's going to basically make headline writing for the Echo much easier the next season, isn't it? Where you, you can have heart attack, heart of the problem, heart to heart, I don't know. You know, stupid headlines. Just that easy. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, one of the, uh, like, like prominent link who's like featured over the last few weeks, uh, Lamina Kone. Yeah, that's gone quiet. That it has gone quiet. He apparently, stayed. He, he was in the same hotel as Williams was the, the night before. Was Danny Gavitt on there? Danny Gavitt on there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have the centre backs conference? <laughs> uh, so eight, eighteen million he was linked with. That looked like it was going to be a done deal. Now it's gone quiet. I work with a lot. Well, I work with a lad who for until he moved up here to work was a season ticket holder at Sunderland since he was like a little kid massive Sunderland fan watches all the games and he basically said if you get Lamina Kone to, to replace John Stones you're getting a better player mm. I, I, you know obviously maybe not potentially a better player but you're getting a better player now he thinks Lamina Kone is Sunderland's best player by a good distance so but Moisey's gone there and we know when Moisey was at Everton he likes to strike a hard bargain doesn't he he likes to drag deals out until deadline day and get as much money as you possibly can for players so perhaps it's that he did he apparently did go in and ask for a transfer didn't he so I don't know uh, ok so that, that's that's still one that's in the mix who's this fellow he might stay now that they've signed Stephen Pienaar anyway you know it shows a statement of intent that doesn't it yeah. so, who's this fellow is it guessing we've been linked with today or guessing or someone for 9 million have you not seen any of this I've been in bed this morning. I've been working nights. I've been in bed this morning. Then I went to play footy. I haven't seen any. Well, I'm saying other than peanuts. I was out on the wheels of steel last night, so I didn't really see. Uh, I didn't really see much of it. But um, apparently, we. I mean, there's so many reasons at the moment. Is it nine million rising to eleven? Don't even know. Who is he? Some Russian winger or something. I don't know. All oh, right. I don't know. Show, show me ignorance here. Are you just guessing? Yeah. I am. I don't even know. I mean, I might have just done it. I might have just feenied that, that one up. <laughs> Try feeny. <laughs> uh, so, what we talked about before, pipe dreams and all these uh, unrealistic targets like Isco and Draxler and Rodriguez. Raquel May, Moutinho. Yeah, I mean, it is that same kind of in that, in that, that uh, transfers off that hill. But Rodriguez was linked with a 67. Oh, you're going again, aren't you? No, you're I am. Go, I'm you? not going to ask you. I'm... I'm it, sometimes sometimes the, when there's smoke and 67 million he was linked with West Ham 
He plays for Real Madrid. When you leave Real Madrid and you're a player of that ilk, you go to Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah. You go to Juventus. Did you see the odds? The you odds go to Chelsea. We, where's, we are in uh, some bookies. Uh, Arsenal have got to sign a player at some point. Yeah. Arsenal will sign Draxler or Rodriguez. Trust me. But he is second favourite to sign for Everton with some bookies. I know it doesn't mean Big anything. deal. That's because Evertonians are going to bookies and putting loads of bets on because Evertonians love a bet. Yeah. Uh, and... There's a William Hill next door to everybody's house in Liverpool. <laughs> so, that's why. But if you add what Gabadon said about a potential... How about... And, and he's, he's, he's obviously our new in the know source. He's better than Bainsey's dad. If we, yeah, I'll give him that. And he's better than like Bainsey's dad's ta- taxi driver. Um, and bigger than Joe Hart. Uh, what other potential signings are there? That are bigger than Joe Hart, that are out there. For, for Everton realist, realistically or non-realistically um, don't just say messy and stuff like that because you know keep it within some kind of realms of like some realism you've got a, some, someone who's on the, on the fringes at another club yeah yeah Torre yeah now I'm not saying I want yeah yeah Torre somebody will probably buy yeah yeah Torre yeah he's not he's not fancy I can see him going to a West Ham or someone no chance no I could yeah honestly He's want to go to PSG or something like that. No, he's past that now. Do you think? Yeah, no chance. He's got another good two seasons. Colo Torre's out. Obviously, he signed for Celta. <laughs> Julian Lesk got signed for Rangers today, so he's out. Joey Barton's already out there. Right? Yeah, so yeah, there isn't much out there. Yeah, but, you know, maybe it is. Rodriguez. I think Danny Gavadon's just talking out of his ass. In all honesty. Yeah, fair enough. But if, if he's torn out his ass, and you know, if, if he's second favourite, as you say, loads of people, loads of Evertonians just gone on, you know, had a flutter. If we we've got it. We, I think we still got a marquee signing on us, and I, I don't think it's going to. I don't think Balassi's going to be our main signing this summer. There's still what ten, twelve days left of the. Uh, is that all it is to the transfer window? I think so. What did we on the nineteenth? Yeah, it's probably usually about September the fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Anyway, the answer is we don't know. We don't know, yeah. Uh, right. Finally, just before we go into a, a, a little preview of West Brom game, the stadium talk again. I've heard rumblings that we have now acquired the Docklands. Um, for anybody who knows Liverpool, it's the Dockland that's sort of out of the city towards where Sandhills is, that sort of area. So I think there's like a crappy driving cinema down there at the minute and by where, yeah around that area yeah, and by where the heritage was and stuff that's no longer being used is it the, the Titanic Hotel's already there so you know there's a bit of hotels trying to going on that area's getting a bit of a, a revamp um, like Costco yeah uh, so uh, that's like Costco pizza on the way to the match that'd be great that yeah <laughs> I, I didn't end up about 18 stone where do you have <laughs> um, so that's the area where apparently we've spent 20 million to acquire that from Peel Holdens. Uh, there's been no official announcement yet. We've, you, there's obviously been a little tweet from Joe Anderson yeah. a couple of weeks ago when he was uh, looking around Liverpool's new stand and somebody asked him, What's the view like? And he said, Can you see the Dockland? And he said, Yeah, however, the view will be much better soon. And there was a bit of a like sort of cryptic thing, obviously, Joe Anderson being a blue. Problem with, with that is now though is that Joe Anderson's now been voted out, uh, or he's not going to be the candidate for the mayorship next time. Uh, it's going to be a fella called I think it's Steve Rotherham who's a red 
So I don't think he'll probably be as accommodating as Joe Anderson's bid to Everton's rebuild plans. Uh, but I think Joe Anderson will probably get some sort of job. Yeah, get it on the go. The Commonwealth Committee or the Everton Committee. It, that's what I think that's what is still up in air. Is it going to be some sort of part of the Liverpool 2026 Commonwealth Games bid or is it just going to be a standalone Everton stadium? So it seems a bit odd to me that we'll build a new stadium Anfield will be revamped and be a much bigger stadium by then and then somewhere in the city they're going to build probably a 50,000 seater Commonwealth Games stadium I can't see the city having three stadiums no um, that was a f- oh, it's just a monstrosity that red shite they just I, I, I work in a building where I can see that every single day out of the top window and it's just it's just apparently over the next weekend uh, if you're a season ticket at Anfield, you're allowed to go and sit in it, and apparently 20,000 people are going to go and sit in it, and you don't watch anything, you just get to sit and stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, right, okay, are they going to get the flights over just for that? I've, I've, got, I've, I've got no idea. Right, okay. So, stadium, I mean... Some of the some of the listeners who are like further afield won't have seen the the, the, the news like uh, the local news or the Echo stuff. So that's as much as we know so far. And you know the Wally Hall Park, what sorry the Walton Hall Park <laughs> uh, plans that were looking quite solid last year uh, look to have just been buried now. The Docklands are a better option, really. Walton Hall Park's probably a bit easier to get to from you know the East Langs Road, the motorway system, etc. Um, however, and heritage, heritage, heritage wise, one more parks more Everton. Yeah, yeah, it's you know it's it's closer to where the existing Goodison is. However, I don't think there's really an issue with that because you're still within the boundaries of Liverpool Council being down on the docks. It'll be much more iconic, you know, on that Liverpool waterfront. You know, whenever you see pictures of the Liverpool waterfront, you've got the live buildings, you've got the arena, you've got all the other graces. It's not going to include Everton Stadium, isn't it? It's part of that iconic waterfront. Uh, if if it does go ahead, and um, you're on the train line, you're near to Sandhill Station, you're near to Bankhall Station, you you know. So yeah. The other rumour that we're going to start right by, right now is uh, what is potentially going to be called, and uh, I've heard that it's going to be called uh, the NBJB Stadium. Brought to you by Dr Pepper. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see. What type of stadium, if you had the choice, would you go for? What do you mean? Like a bowl or a... Well, yeah, you know, if you look around other people's stadiums, what type of stadium would you like? You know, like an like Allianz Arena type or like a Wembley type with a retractable roof or... Uh, I, love the, I love the Emirates. The em- so, yeah. I like to go Dortmundy. I like one massive stand oh, yeah. at one end and I like to see safe standard. Celtic have got it this season. Class, yeah. I think over the next four or five years that's going to come into the Premier League and I'll, you know that'll be like yeah the end we'd go in yeah we good that um, okay so that wraps up the news pretty much uh, we've got a little jingle now with all our social media links in case you forgot I think it's still mentioned SoundCloud on there I'm not going to put this up on SoundCloud anymore no SoundCloud Soz folks um, Soz not Soz <laughs> yeah so back in a minute This is the Not Bitter, Just Better Everton podcast. If you haven't already, go and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash EFC, Not Bitter, Just Better. Or you can find us on Twitter at Just Better EFC.
So next up, an away visit to West Brom. Just before that, I, I told her a little bit of a fib then. I didn't mention SoundCloud, so but we're not going on SoundCloud anymore. We're going to be on Pod, uh, Podbean, Acast, and iTunes. What's Acast? It's another podcast format. It's just another app where it's got some good good people on there and I should talk to you this off, off, off the air so to speak really but the sponsorship opportunities so we might get that Dr. Pepper link after yes. that. <laughs> I'm already counting for We're it. going big time. Uh, right, so West Brom coming up. Yes, the uh, Hawthorns. Uh, I was going to say Roberto then. Roberto was asked. Don't say that. Don't uh, say that. Uh, Ronald was asked uh, about the fitness of uh, Lukaku, uh, how far off Williams and Balassi are, and all three could feature. I expect Williams to replace Hodgate uh, in that back three that I and, suggested before. And you think Jags will move to the right? Jags will become the right of the three, Williams in the middle, Mario on the left of the three. I think Balassi will start. In place of? Delafeu, after the, the performance of the day. Oh, top? No, no, I think Lukaku will start. Oh, right, okay. So we are coming for Morales? Um, yeah. I'm gone. I'm confu- I've confused myself now. <laughs> uh, pretend- yeah, you'd have to, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. So, uh, Balassi and Lukaku in for Morales and Delafeu. So, Barkley keeps his place. Do you think Barkley's under any threat at all this season? He was, he was poor. He was poor against Spurs. He went missing, particularly in the second half, he was a complete non-event. Um, so, I don't think Cuban will take any messing about. I don't think he'll just play him because he's Ross Barkley. I hope not. Um, but So, here's a fact for you. Did you know that if Balassi starts, he's only the second player ever to play his first two Premier League matches of the season against the same team? Yeah, so because Palace played West Brom last weekend, and they lost last weekend, so he could win. So I hope or he could a, lose twice. That would probably be that's probably, that's probably the start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just want just before we, before we move on from from Barkley, potentially Balassi may be on the bench. I, I think out of all of them, Balassi may just may be a bit of a bench yet, and then Morales will start, and then Balassi will certainly come on. Do you think? I don't want to disrespect uh, West Brom a little bit, but, but they're not Tottenham. Do you think Kone might, you know, might, might, might come in ahead or no. Delafeu? The, the thing, if, if West Brom are anything, they're going to be hard to break down. Okay. Tony Pulis side, solid, uh, you know, experience at the back and the likes of Johnny Evans, who apparently Arsenal bid £18 million for this week. Yeah. Uh, weird. Um, you know, but he's a solid player, isn't he? Loads of experience, Johnny Evans. Uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be an easy game where we're going to go up there and win four nil. Lukaku going back there is he is he going to be itching to get back in there and start against them? Is he obviously yeah spent that, spent that season on, or is he not bothered? You think he's, he's not bothered? I've forgotten about that. Now, yeah, really? probably yeah. Uh, so this right wing back position, if we go with the, uh, the three five two or five three two, if you want to call it that. Uh, is McCarthy going to play there again, or is this where Lennon gets to go? Do you think? I mean, that, that, I think that's going to be talent. I think McCarthy will probably play there again. I think Lennon will be on the bench, um, unless you know Cooman and his team have looked at it and they've identified maybe Lennon could have a go with their, their left back or, or 
or they're going to slightly play a bit different and have him coming inside or something perhaps Lennon offers a threat doesn't he if, he if he comes inside and runs inside and can play off a striker a little bit little one, bit one player I didn't, uh, I didn't mention uh, in the potential outs was Oviedo I mean you know last season he, he played over on the right a few times he's, he's, he's going to be cover for that left wing back role I mean, who else is cover for Baines yeah, no, well, Garbutt's out on loan so Galloway Galloway I suppose Get, but potentially, there's been a lot of talk about Galloway going on loan to Newcastle and yeah, all yeah, yeah. so I think Oviedo's going to be Baines' cover so I think he's fairly safe okie dokie um, okie dokie who says that Ned Flanders <laughs> okie dokie right so first couple of predictions man to watch and your usual score prediction um, I would say man to watch would be I'm going to go Ashley Williams uh, let's see. So our man to watch. You never do that, do you? Our man to watch. Yeah, I'm having an our man to watch today. A new feature. A man to watch for them as well. Uh, and our man to watch is Ashley Williams. Uh, I just want to see a how we if he does slot in the middle of them and sort of how much uh, control over that defence he takes straight away. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I, Ashley Williams is a nice little threat at corners as well. Yeah, definitely. Hiring on the edges. Definitely, yeah. He's, he's built, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's, he is a unit. A unit, yeah. Um, not a unit. He's not a unit. Well, he might be. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> Danny Gavadon, I'll know. Ask him. Um, he's definitely saw him in the shower. So, from a man to watch for West Brom. Better he, you know, I suppose. Make a... He's still trying to stick himself in the shop window, isn't he, to get that big money move to Stoke yeah. <laughs> that he's after. Uh, apparently he won't do it to Stoke because he lives in Staffordshire. Okay. If I lived in Staffordshire, I'd just go to Alton Towers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so now is probably going to be their danger man, probably start up top for them. Uh, and then, score prediction, I fancy us. I do fancy us. Um, I'm going to go 1-0 to the Blues, Lukaku. So, if our fitness was at seventy percent last week, is it eighty-three point four percent? Eighty-three point four. Is that what you reckon? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think more like seventy-six point five. No, eighty-three point. It's eighty-three point four. So is it? Oh, yeah. Nice one. Cool. They've been, on, they've been on the Lucas Aid all week. <laughs> Gave them a bit of a boost. <laughs> nice one. Um, do you know what you need? To, you, you need to get Instagram. Because uh, they've got this new things like it's like a Snapchat story like stories on there. I don't know what Snapchat is. Ah, Snapchat. Pain in the ass. But Instagram's really good because you can follow a couple of players, and obviously you, you've got Jerry on there, and he's posting pictures of himself playing. Him and his dog. Him and his dog on Sefton Park. And he's not done that that much this season, but Big Foo's on there, and obviously you, you've got a little, little in now. The man Crush. No, he's got Big Foo's on there, and you, you've got your little in, and he's got. Oh his, yeah, so yeah, he's, yeah. He's got his, he's got his little in on there, and just, just they're funny and. You know, taking him out to the ball ponds and stuff like that. I think you'd, I think you'd appreciate it. See, why is he taking his daughter out to a ball pond? He's on a million times more money than me, and my daughter's got a ball pond. Oh my! Well, I'm, I'm assuming he's taking it out. It might actually be his ball pond. Apparently, get on this right. Here's one for you. Spotted in Liverpool, Brian Oviedo was spotted the other day. What do you think he was doing? Uh, on the tram- in the trampoline park in, in now, Liverpool one he was retaining a child's toy for a refund at B&M what <laughs> that <laughs> genuine genuinely genuine genuine so he's got why is he in B&M in the first place yeah he bought a child's toy which I can only imagine was about four pounds 
he's got the said Toyo, it hasn't worked, and he's been bothered as ass to go back and get a refund for four quid from BM. Well, you know. That wasn't where I expected our, our game preview to end up there, <laughs> talking about Brian Oviedo and BM. Because we haven't done a preview show for the season in general, so yeah, just yeah. quickly have a little thought about the season going ahead and a preview of where we think we may be come our next podcast in May. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, go on. I'm not overly confident that we're going to be, you know, up top six. I think, if you look at last season, uh, I don't think Leicester will finish anywhere near where they did. I think they'll probably be around sort of the the 10th mark. West Ham, I think, you know, Pia carried them for a lot of last season. I think he'll have a lot more attention on them, probably won't repeat the season. I don't think, I think he'll be good still. Uh, I don't think he'll go missing, but I don't think he'll do what he did last season, perhaps. So potentially they could drop down a little bit. I can see us finishing maybe 7th. That is funny that you should say that because all the seventh, way sorry, seventh at best. Between seventh and tenth, I think I'll be yeah, yeah. reasonably happy. Well, it's improvement on last year. Of course, it is, yeah. and, and, you know this could be a season of transition. Yes, but if it's seen the transition and we finish higher than last season, then it can only be good. So I think seventh. I think uh, I think you know it, it, where, where did he finish last season? I think he I think he's gonna he's gonna he's got he's got a similar level of players, maybe I think Southampton will fall away a little bit as well. I didn't mention that. Yeah. Um you know you 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 had a shite up there, haven't you? I'm gonna predict we finish seventh and the shite finish eighth. <laughs> I am honestly. Who who have you got for the league? They were they already winning the league because they, they yeah. scored four past Arsenal. Yeah. Forgetting that they conceded three against the patched up Arsenal side with Callum Chambers I, and Rob Holden. I don't want to I don't want to give like dwell on them too much, but did, did you watch any of that match? Did you just did you just do my head in? Did you just every time they just absolute scum. Did you just oh and <laughs> no, you just it's, it's 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 just inevitable, isn't it? Oh, just get me fuming. Uh, who's going to win it? Manchester United. United, yeah. Do you think Zlatan's going to do it? I think, he, yeah. I think. He, and Pogba. I think Pogba. I'm not really bothered about, but you know, it's funny, isn't it? You know, when teams come to Goodison and sometimes they bring a certain player, and you think, I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to watch Zlatan. Oh, Zlatan, yeah. He's, he's right off there, isn't he? Probably like the best players you'll, you'll, you'll physically see with your eyes. Yeah, particularly in, particularly yeah, in Premier League, you know, obviously, you know, when, when we had our brief flirtation with Europe and there was a potential of seeing, you know, continental players, you know, for, uh, yeah. you know, there, there was there was there was chances there. Um, he's a true worldie, though, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's and as well as being a worldie, he's a proper cool player as well. Yeah, and he's a bit of a bastard. Yeah. He's a character, um, yeah. I, I think he's going to do the job. He's already, he's already, you know, two two games, two goals for them. That yeah. that, that finish on um, on Sunday last week was a was a hit, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've got a feeling. I think it, it, it's going to Manchester. The title, league title, is going to Manchester. So it'll either be City or United. City went overly impressive, but. Yeah, I think Chelsea are going to be better with under Conte. They'll be right up there in the top four. 
Arsenal will be there or thereabouts Spurs will be there they, they're my top five two Manchester clubs uh, and then Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham top five and then potentially you know six is up for grabs Liverpool Everton West Ham Leicester perhaps yeah so you don't think anyone's going to push up any further any, any likes of Palace or I no I can't really see anybody doing a Leicester type thing there's no teams that I think in the league I think the top 10 will be all them teams I've mentioned Southampton and Stoke and, and, and that'll be the way it is Stoke potentially if they get their act together and maybe they get they've a goal they've got some good players if they, yeah if they, get a, if they get a goal scorer an out and out goal scorer um, you know they have got some decent players there so I suppose they're capable of a, a bit of a push but so we always you always say like you know we, we, you know we we finish about sixth seventh fifth sixth seventh or whatever and maybe a good cup run. Uh, do you uh, see a good I, cup run in, in us this season? Do you think yeah. he'll take it more serious? Yeah, we had cup runs last season. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, so of course. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Were we in the semis in the league cup and semis? Yes. Semis in both, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We lost to Man City didn't we in the league cup? Well, yeah, we threw that away and we were yeah. robbed. And then we obviously lost the United in the in the FA Cup. And, and well, Roberto gonna, threw that away. I'm gonna go Cumin cements himself in Everton's history by winning the first ever League Cup oh, in his first season. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna go for. The EF, what does EFL stand for? Everton's first league, Everton's league. first league League Cup. I like it. <laughs> that is exactly what it uh, stands for. Yeah, I like it. Okay, cool. So that was good for you, that. Know, yeah. Bang, because I had me, because um, I had me, me on it, me alpha brain. Right, it's okay. <laughs> I just stick to my Doctor Pepper Zero alpha brain. Uh, yeah, we need, we need to get them to sponsor us. They, they sponsor all the cool podcasts. You do. We're not cool. <laughs> uh, righty. Okay. Anything else to add before we wrap up? Uh, now I'm bored to talk, and now I'm done. All right. We'll see you all in about six months then, Blues. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we will. We will. We'll try. We'll try. We won't make promises. What I mean, what 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 the potential is there? You know, we're, we're going to try and get together, whether you know when we can or phone or whatever. But I've discussed this with you a little bit. Potential for having phone guests through Skype or whatever. So something we're going to discuss. If anyone's listening more. and they want to come on, do let our let the page know or message us using the page. We'll ring you. It won't cost you anything, and you can come on and talk about whatever you want. You want to come on and just slag off Liverpool? Oh, that's great. That's yeah. In fact, do that. That that saves us doing it. If you want to come on and just you know talk about Lukaku's first touch, fine. We're not going to ask it. We're not going to try and catch it out and any argument. Also, um, you're you know where in the world you're watching the Blues from? You know how how are the Blues recognised over there? You know what, what's our reputation over there? Whenever you are, I'm going to make. We open this out to the world. Are we going to have to phone people at three o'clock in the morning? Yeah, that's you going Europe. <laughs> Uh, and you know, I'm not phoning. Hang on a minute, I'm not phoning Australia. <laughs> sure, Bill. That's this is this is what we're going to iron out. But you know, you know your, your memories of the Blues. Did you see all the '80s glory years? You know, how is it different from then? Very. But uh, you know, potential there for you know opening it up and having you guys on a little bit more, and it will make it a little bit easier to um, to do because when we can't get together. It's very difficult for me to just sit there for an hour talking to a, a, a blue microphone. Yeah. Our only thing is try and be semi-amusing, because we're not. Because we're not. We need some humour. <laughs> right, yeah, anyway, it's good to be back. It is. I'm going to go home now, have my tea, try and get on my treadmill. And 
I'm going to try and follow in Balassi's footsteps and next week uh, make my first appearance on a different podcast. If I was playing West Brom next week, I'm going to go and do that. So if they're playing like Chelsea, I'll be a, you'll, you'll hear me on the, uh, the Stamford Bridge Followers podcast or something. I know. Right, okay. Nice one, Blues. Good to be back. Catch it again soon. Yeah, he's there.